0: I want to introduce a new series called the Seduction series. Seduction is a superpower. It is the power of influence and enchantment too. It's like we go under the spell of something or someone. Its effect is subtle and also insidious, so we might miss its hold over us, but it has the power to hold us tightly in its grip. We usually think of seduction between a man and a woman, but actually it's everywhere in our lives. It permeates our culture. It's in advertising, in marketing, in politics. It's the same casting of a spell, luring someone towards you with power. But I want to talk about an unconventional way of looking at seduction. It's not just people or marketing on the outside of us, but the inside. Our emotions, for instance, our moods, our thoughts and feelings, our attitudes and our habits, like anger, disappointment, despair, even self-absorption like narcissism, they suck us in and blindly seduce us for long periods of time. And I want to emphasise here that such is the power of negativity, all negativity. It's a dark energy, like a black hole where we disappear into, and it robs us of the possibility of getting out of it. My point is that we allow ourselves to be sucked in by a strong force that we feel we cannot resist. Yet, we are co-creators in this force and we are co-creators of our happiness. Then why do we do this? Simply because we don't know we have another choice. The purpose of this series is to learn ways to see through the gloom to the other side where hope lives. There is a win we really want to get to. That is its purpose. Life always gives us a win in every challenging, stressful situation. It's our job to find it. So, through this series, let's explore the real reason underneath our attraction to these unpleasant emotions. Why we allow ourselves to stay in the dark. And let's explore the journey to the other side of the rainbow, shall we? Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. It's hard to see ourselves clearly but it's especially true when we are confronted by a challenge. In times like this, many of us begin to doubt ourselves and we think we are not equal to the challenge. I want to share my own experience about this. As an eight-year-old, I was admitted to a new and very prestigious school. My mother had stood in line at 3am to make sure that I got my admission. My feeling of alienation was intense and I'll tell you why. Because it was a Catholic school and I was a confirmed Hindu. Even though there were others like me, I felt that the Christian kids were privileged because they went to church. They attended mass and we were not included. So when the teacher called out to the kids who were going to church for prayers, I joined the line and vociferously, I stated that even though my name sounded different, I was from a confirmed Catholic family. Now my teacher looked, you know, suspiciously at me but I wouldn't budge, and so she just let me join the line. And I went to church, and I felt terrifically special. So what was I feeling that made me do this? Most likely, it was my desire to belong. That made me doubt that I was equal to the others, and this feeling of not being good enough uh, forced and continued that, sort of negative cycle. To where I further alienated myself and felt unacceptable and dived right into more self-doubt. Self-doubt seduces us into what psychologists call the imposter syndrome. And we begin the unending dance of comparison, competition, stress and unworthiness. On and on and on we go in this chain gang of this seduction. You know, this phrase, am I good enough? That plagues us all and makes us want to prove to the world that we are okay. We are constantly running away and hiding ourselves from being found out. And deep inside of us, we know that doomsday will come and we will be discovered for being a fraud. The seduction by this inner feeling of doubt creates a very harsh inner critic that slashes any hope of ever recovering our sense of self-esteem. You know, it forces us to downplay our accomplishments and underestimate our own skills it can cost us much stress in the present and in the future because then we don't take on new challenges. You know, it's amazing how many really powerful and successful accomplished people suffer from self-doubt from time to time. You know, I, I read somewhere that even Einstein didn't think that he really contributed to this world. And of course I've read many authors like John Steinbeck and Maya Angelou who are very honest and frank about not having done enough. And the actor Tom Hanks, I was listening to an interview of his the other day and he was saying that he doesn't even think he can act. Quite unbelievable after all the accolades and after all the awards and I think he's got couple of Oscars as well but that's another thing that I was thinking about what about when we overpraise a child for being remarkable at any activity that he or she is engaged in could it possibly make these compliments feel hollow and false if they know that they are not true I know that most parents tend to do it to boost self-confidence and self-esteem. But over-praising our kids would make them doubt their genuine skills, wouldn't it? And of course, they would raise unrealistic expectations of themselves, which might later plummet their performance, you know, and lead to a, a doubt in their own abilities. So the inevitable thing to ask is, does self doubt ever go away? For me, I'd say not entirely. It also depends on the day that you ask me because I have my good days and I have my bad days, and there are days when I definitely doubt my worth. You know, I see something like a, a vaccine that we can inject for a virus, for instance, to build resistance for something that could have very severe effects later on. So doubting yourself will actually inoculate you against the things that might derail you ahead in life. You know, think of it like that. So I think it's a necessary part of growth and achievement. We can see it like that too. Because I have noticed that when I doubt myself, I automatically think of all the little things I need to get the job done. My checklist is careful and I'm very cautious. But without it, I might parade around supremely confident. It may not be too realistic. And most importantly, I'd be lacking the humility and the personal improvement that comes from Self-awareness that comes from reflection and learning by actually doing. So the win in self-doubt and its seductive grasp for me is in the words of Viola Davis. She's an actor as well, and I really like her. She says, it's not about confidence. It's about always feeling that you're in process. It's about knowing that you could be better. It's another opportunity to hone your craft. Anyone who's great, who's talented, has the imposter syndrome. But you have to have a healthy approach to it. You've got to keep it in its place. But what it does on a healthy level is it keeps you humble and it keeps you working. We are all in process, and we are all taking one baby step at a time. And let's keep doing that, because it minimizes the self-doubt. As I said, it may never go away, but it's a healthier way to be. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.